0: It's Sunday morning and you're listening to Radio 3. Time now for this week's Hashtag Hong Kong with Lian Tam, who's from Greenpeace. Hi, I'm Lian Tam from Greenpeace East Asia. Every day, Hong Kong people rush full work, afraid of losing to others maybe only one tiny step behind. Take away coffees for breakfast and fast food takeaway to fight for more time to work? Without realising it, it's lifestyle eased it up. If you ever take a step back, you'll notice our environment is flooded with rubbish. In 2021, the average daily quantity of solid waste disposed of a landfills was over 11,000 tons, a 18% increase compared to 10 years ago. The daily per capita was 1.53 kg in 2021. It's definitely a number one compared to other East Asia well-developed cities like Taipei, Tokyo, and Seoul, where their per capita waste disposal rate is around or less than 1 kg. Taipei, Tokyo, and Seoul all have implemented a waste charging scheme in their city years ago, while for Hong Kong, the municipal solid waste charging has been discussed for 17 years. The policy will finally be in place on 1st of April next year. The year 2024 is a critical year in making substantial progress in addressing the waste crisis in the city. Other than waste charging, the first phase on the regulation of disposable plastic tableware will also be executed in April 2024. There will be a full ban on farm food containers and cutlery. No more disposable plastic tableware allowed for dining restaurants and no more plastic straw cutlery for takeaway. Well, waste charging and the regulation on plastic tableware would probably be two crucial policies driving force on waste reduction. But back to the basics. Paying money while continuously throwing away disposable items doesn't mean solving the waste problem. Waste that ends up in landfills, burned in air, or leak into the natural environment still generate harmful chemicals and greenhouse gases and environmental pollutions. Most importantly, pollution doesn't happen when you throw, but it begins at the production stage of the single-use item, from oil extraction to plastic manufacturing and packaging. They have already consumed various environmental resources and caused pollution. Reducing waste at source is the root cause solution that truly tackles the waste problem. Take a look at the policies in other countries and regions Using regulations and incentive promoting reuse to completely phase out single-use items is primarily important. To avoid the issue of simply shifting from plastic to paper, bamboo, or other single-use materials without effectively addressing the waste problem. Greenpeace believe, phasing out the unnecessary packaging is the key. For primary packaging, we can make good use of technology and the product design to establish a circular packaging system. This can be achieved by implementing a reusable and returnable packaging to phase out the linear single-use packaging system. To demonstrate the possibility and feasibility of the reuse system, Greenpeace launched the borrow and return cup program in 2022, enabling customers to borrow reuse cup from over 35 cafes. Reuse Cups is introduced to Hong Kong community through a mobile app. Customers can order takeaway coffee in a reuse Cup and return the cup to any partnering cafe within the network. The program so far saved over 8,000 disposable cups with a return rate of 99%. Not only receiving positive feedback from the F&B sectors and customers, also demonstrating that environmental-friendly and convenience are not mutually exclusive. To further reveal the environmental potential of reuse systems through scientific research, Greenpeace considered a life-cycle assessment of single-use and reuse cup systems. The assessment aimed to calculate the environmental impact generated throughout the entire life-cycle of this cup, from production, transportation, use to final disposal. The study found that the production stage of the disposable cup system accounts for the lion's share of the emission. Even using recycled plastic as raw material input for disposable plastic cup cannot change the significantly large amounts of natural resources consumed and the array of adverse emissions caused during the production process. This study proved that reuse cups are more resources efficient and cause less pollution. Compare the paper cuffs and recycle the plastic cuffs. Greenpeace invites chains to restaurants in Hong Kong to implement reuse system to shoulder corporate responsibility and proactively address the second phase of disposable plastic tableware regulations. The government should also relocate more resources on reuse rather than solely relying on the recycling as the ultimate solution to the waste issue. Let's join hands and unlock the environmental potential of reuse system, working together to make our city greener for sustainable future. Now, I would like to dedicate a song, "Fix You," by Coldplay to all of you. When you try your best, but you don't succeed.